I often feel that this mixtape is at its best when there are themes to the week so that you get consistent hits on a certain idea, one after the other on a daily basis. And so I'm pretty happy that I have identified a theme that I want to cover this week on product market fit. So we're going to first hear from Andy Ratcliffe on product market fit. You actually coined the term product market fit. And you, can you tell us a little bit more about how you define it and maybe how you thought about it at Wealthfront? Sure. I have benefited greatly from the work uh, that others have done in this field, and I, I get to stand on the shoulders of giants. Uh, I think that the concept was really developed by Don Valentine, the founder of Sequoia Capital. And the way that I explain it is based on some phenomenal work that Steve Blank did, first with the introduction of his book, Four Steps to the Epiphany, but really with the introduction of the use of the scientific or the application of the scientific method to business. So first on Valentine. So what I did was I put a name to it and I think that made it far more digestible. What, what Don did that was absolutely brilliant was he had this view that if a startup can screw something up, it will, it's just so under-resourced. It has so little capital and so few people relative to its opportunity that it's going to screw almost everything up. So the only way that it's going to succeed is if the market pulls the startup's products out of their hands. You can think of it as uh, no matter how much you screw up, you can't overcome the fact that the market pulls your product. That's product market fit. Now, Steve Blank came up with some terminology around the scientific method, which we all learn in third grade, about hypotheses that you need to test when you're starting out. And he broke them into two sets of hypotheses. A value hypothesis, which is the what, the who, and the how. What are you going to build? For whom is it relevant? And what's the business model? And then once you prove that, then and only then should you try to figure out how you can prove a growth hypothesis, or how can you acquire customers cost-effectively? So to me, product market fit is the proof of your value proposition by virtue of customers pulling the product out of your hands. And Andy, um, one of the things that um, you've said before is that the worst word in the English language for entrepreneurs is maybe. Can you, can you expand on that? Sure, maybe gives you false hope. So the, the thing that most people don't realize is that almost no company succeeds with its original value hypothesis or its original business plan. Now, everyone who goes on to succeed then revises history and makes it sound like the business on which they succeeded was what they always intended to do. And I think that's because consumers, be they enterprise or individuals, uh, prefer to buy from a company that always intended to solve their problem. So in contrast to what you read in most business books, the really great technology companies do not start by evaluating a market, coming up with, uh, trying to come up with solutions. Rather, they observe an inflection point in technology that allows them to build a product, as I did, with brokerage application programming interfaces. And then they figure out, what can I do with that? Who cares? 
And the problem is the initial market that you think will care about your product, the who seldom does. So what Steve Blank and Eric Reese, who really improved upon the digestibility of Steve's idea with his lean startup book, basically what, what they did was come up with the idea that you iterate on the who, you don't iterate on the what. Now, most people, when they don't succeed at first, try to change their product. That's not a very good idea because then you've lost all all of your differentiation, your insight about that technology inflection point that could create something different. Rather, the really successful companies iterate on the customer base to find someone who's desperate for what you have to offer. And the problem is if a customer says, well, I may buy your product, they almost never do. They only say that because they're not desperate. When you're trying to find product market fit, a person for whom the product is appropriate, you need to find someone who's desperate. Desperate people don't say maybe. Desperate people say, when can I have it? And that's why maybe leads many entrepreneurs to think, well, I have a chance, but they don't. Some interesting historical notes on PMF. Um, He actually credits Don Valentine for coining the term. And it was actually popularized by Mark Andreessen. Although I think in the popular zeitgeist, Mark Andreessen effectively owns that term today. I really like this clip in a sense of how Andy was able to tie the intellectual history to Steve Blank as well, which we're going to cover in the next episode.